Welcome to the Nat Theo Podcast, where we explore nature, the Bible, and what both of them show us about our Creator God, who made this wild and wonderful world. I'm your host, Erin Lynham. I'm a certified master naturalist, Bible teacher, and author. And I am so excited to explore God's word and his created world with you. Hey, listeners, I have some exciting news. We just hit 5,000 downloads on the Nat Theo podcast. This means with how many downloads we're getting for each episode, it is in the top 10% of all podcast programs out there. You guys, we're so excited because we know that God is doing something big here to see it grow this much in our first eight episodes. And we love hearing just how excited you are about the lessons that we're sharing. If you haven't yet, please leave a rating and review on Apple. And do you have a friend who loves nature, loves God, homeschools, or would just really enjoy this podcast? Please share today's episode with them and ask your parent or caregiver to share the Nat Theo podcast on social media. Have you ever seen a bear? Have you seen one in a zoo? If you have seen a bear, what was it doing when you saw it? And what color was it? How about this one? Have you ever seen a bear in the wild? I recently counted up the number of bears that I have seen in the wild, and it came to 12 bears. I want to share with you today a story of a very special bear that I once saw. But first, what's our trail map for today? We'll start with the question, are all black bears black? And then we'll look at why is a black bear called a black bear? Where did it get its name? We're going to look at how black bears are designed to live and thrive. And likewise, we'll look at how God gives us everything that we need to live and follow after him. Before we get going, I have a trivia question for you. So black bears take big, long naps during wintertime. But before they do that, they have to eat a ton of food to help them last through the winter while they're napping. If a black bear was to eat sandwiches to stock up on fat for winter, how many sandwiches would he need to eat each day? Go ahead and take a guess, and we'll learn the answer at the end of today's episode. I told you I had a special bear that I wanted to tell you about today. My family and I were exploring the Black Canyon of the Gunnison here in Colorado. It's a beautiful, steep canyon with rock walls around 2,000 feet high that follows the Gunnison River. We were down by the river fishing and having lunch when we spotted a bear in the river waters. She was on the opposite side of the river from us, and we watched as, get this, she grabbed a fish out of the water with her mouth, and then, with the fish clamped tight in her jaws, she ran up the steep hillside back into the forest. My husband and I were confused about this bear that we saw, because we know that in Colorado, we have black bears. Now, that's a kind of bear, 
You know, when you think about bears, you might think about polar bears and grizzly bears, and a black bear is another kind of bear. And we know that here in Colorado, that's the bear we have. But this bear that we saw in the river, she was very brown. Later, we stopped at the visitor center and we asked the ranger about the bear that we had seen. And she said, oh, that's our cinnamon bear. She has two cubs right now. We understood then that we had actually watched the mama bear catch lunch for her babies, her cubs. And she was taking it back into the woods where her cubs were hiding and waiting for her. But we were still confused about what kind of bear we saw because we had never before heard of a cinnamon bear. After some research, we discovered that the ranger and we were talking about the same kind of animal. A cinnamon bear is a black bear. Cinnamon simply refers to the color. This is when we learned that not all black bears are black. In fact, black bears come in several colors, including cinnamon brown, which is what we had seen that day, They can also be blue. Now, I don't mean blue like the sky or bright blue, but it refers to this silver gray color. They can also be called glacier bears. Black bears also come in a light blonde color. They can even be white. These are called spirit bears. And of course, black bears can be black. In fact, the black bear comes in more colors than any other North American mammal. Their main name, the black bear, can be a bit deceiving because God created black bears in all of these different colors. Do you remember in episode seven when we learned about roly-polies? We discovered that things in nature aren't always what they seem. As a naturalist or someone studying nature, It's important that we pay attention to details and that we ask good questions and that we always keep learning about everything that God has made. And that's what we were doing that day with the black bear. With all of its many colors, the black bear is also known as a color phase bear. And it is a beautiful image of God's creativity. God made all the colors we see in nature. Can you guys picture it? Back when God was creating everything, he was thinking up all these different colors. You know, when you go to make a beautiful painting and you pour out your different colored paints on a palette and you're thinking about all the colors that you want to use, it was different for God. The colors didn't yet exist. He thought up all the colors and then what to make with them. I love that the black bear is a beautiful picture of God's creativity. The color of black bears has a lot to do with their geographic location or where they live. Listen to the color of each black bear and where it most often lives. See if you can figure out what color of black bears might live by you. If you live in Southeast Alaska or Western Canada, 
you might have glacier bears, those beautiful blue silver color bears that we talked about. But they are very uncommon. They're not likely to be seen very much. If you live on the islands of the Inland Passage of British Columbia in Canada, which, okay, that's highly unlikely, but it would be really cool. Well, then you might have the very rare white black bear or spirit bear. Okay, these next two areas are more likely where you live if you're in the United States. If you live west of the Mississippi River, you likely have cinnamon black bears, like my family saw that day on the river. I live in Colorado, which is west of the Mississippi River, and the bears we have seen here are cinnamon in color. Blonde-colored black bears can also be found in the very far west United States and Canada. But if you live east of the Mississippi River, you likely have black bears that are actually black in color. I grew up east of the Mississippi River, and the first bears that I saw in the wild, they were actually a mama black bear with her three cubs, and they were black in color. So why are black bears called black bears if they come in many colors? Well, the early settlers in America were in the East, so the bears that they would have seen first would have been black in color. And so they named them the black bear without knowing that there were other colors of black bears in other areas farther west. Let me read you an interesting description of black bears from the Burgess Animal Book, which is a wonderful book about animals in North America. A great many of the black bear family live out in the mountains of the far west, and there, quite often, there will be one who is all brown. People used to think these brown bears were a different kind of bear and called them the cinnamon bears. It was a long, long time before it was found out that those bears are really black bears. Sometimes one of the twin babies will be all black and the other all brown. Sometimes one of the bears will have a white spot on his breast. Listeners, I have seen one of those bears with a white spot called a blaze on its chest. It was a very young bear, less than a year old, and he was standing at the edge of the river, and he was cinnamon in color and had a beautiful white patch of fur on his chest. Scientists aren't exactly sure why black bears come in several colors, but they have some ideas. They do know why bears can be white, those spirit bears we talked about. Those are caused by a recessive gene. A what? Put very simply, a recessive gene is a trait that can be passed down from your parents to you. Like if you have red hair, that is caused by a recessive gene. The same is true for white black bears, and it's a very rare recessive gene. This is likely what causes the blue black bear's color as well. It's simply passed down by their parents. But what about the difference between black-colored black bears in the east and cinnamon-colored black bears in the west? This likely has to do with their habitats or where bears live. 
The bears out west, where I live, are lighter in color, most likely because this helps them stay cool. Think about a super hot, sunny day. Is it more comfortable to wear a black shirt or a white or light colored shirt? Well, black absorbs or holds the heat of the sun. So on hot, sunny days, it's more comfortable to wear light colors, which absorb or hold less heat. Out West, we have lots of hot, sunny days. And the black bears' lighter colors here help them survive and thrive during the hot summer when they need to be out gathering food and raising their cubs. The lighter color also blends in better with our landscape here. You see, we have all of these beautiful tall grasses that are often yellow or brown in color. And the brown-colored black bear blends in better like camouflage than if he were truly black and he would stick out against our tall grasses and he'd be more vulnerable to predators. Likewise, the black-colored black bears blend in better in thick forests and brush in the east. I mentioned earlier that the black bear's many colors show us God's creativity. Listeners, I believe that when God created everything in nature, he wanted to wow us. He wanted us to stand in awe of his wonderful works. And he wanted to spark our curiosity so that we'll never stop searching out all the wonderful things that he has made. It's so fun to make new discoveries, and God was certainly not boring in creation. No, he has made so many beautiful things, including the color phase black bears. I also think scientists are onto something with their theories about black bears' colors having to do with their habitat or where they live. All throughout nature, we see that God has given creatures the abilities to thrive and to do well in the places and situations they live in. God is a great designer, and his wonderful creatures reflect that. The more we study nature, the more we see God's designs. Do you remember episode two, when we learned about monarch caterpillars and the milkweed plant? And we saw that God designed the monarch caterpillars to understand how to cut off the toxic sap of the plant, making it safe for them to eat. And then in episode five, we learned all about God's designs in birds that help them migrate and navigate the skies on their incredible journeys. God wants his creation to do well, including us. Psalm 104 is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. It talks about how carefully and wonderfully God designed everything in creation and the detailed ways that he cares for everything he made. Let's read Psalm 104 verses 10 to 13 and 24. It says, You, God, make springs pour into the ravines. They flow between the mountains. They water all the wild animals. The wild donkeys come there to drink. Wild birds make nests by the water. They sing among the tree branches. 
You water the mountains from above. The earth is full of the things you made. Oh Lord, what a variety of things you have made. In wisdom, you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. I love that. What a variety of things God has made, including the many colored black bears. Did you know that just like God made bears to thrive in their habitats, he gives us everything we need to live well and follow after him? Listen to 2 Peter 1.3. Jesus has the power of God by which he has given us everything we need to live and to serve God. Did you catch that? Jesus gives us everything we need to live and serve God. Philippians 4.19 tells us, And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. God takes joy in providing for us. When we look at nature and learn more about it, we can see how carefully God provides for all he has made, like in giving the black bears colors suitable for their habitat. When we see these things, we can remember that God cares for us even more than the animals. So of course, he is taking care of us and all that we need. Is there anything you're worried about right now? Are you afraid that you won't have what you need? Sometimes in life, it can feel like we don't have everything that we need, but we can know that we do have exactly what we need in Jesus. In this world that is broken by sin, we can feel afraid and anxious and worried But Jesus came to this world and died in our place to save us and to rescue us out of fear and worry. Jesus himself said this in Matthew 6, 26 to 33. Look at the birds in the air. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, but your heavenly father feeds them. And you know that you are worth much more than the birds. You cannot add any time to your life by worrying about it. And why do you worry about clothes? Look at how the lilies in the field grow. They don't work or make clothes for themselves. But I tell you that even Solomon with his riches was not dressed as beautifully as one of these flowers. God clothes the grass in the field, which is alive today, but tomorrow is thrown into the fire. So you can be even more sure that God will clothe you. Don't have so little faith. Don't worry and say, what will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? The people who don't know God keep trying to get these things. And your Father in heaven knows that you need them. Seek first God's kingdom and what God wants. Then all your other needs will be met as well. What does this mean, listener? It means that in creation, in nature, we can see God carefully providing for all that he has made. And we are more valuable. We are worth 
more than the birds and the flowers. We are God's favorite creation, and He is taking care of us. Okay, do you remember our trivia question from the beginning of the episode? Before a black bear takes a long winter nap, it needs to eat a whole lot of food to last it through winter. In the days leading up to that nap, it will need around 20,000 calories every day. What is a calorie? It's a form of energy that we get through food. How much is 20,000 calories? Well, okay, so our question was, how many sandwiches would a black bear need to eat each day? Well, a typical sandwich that you might eat for lunch might be around 300 calories. So a black bear would need to eat around 66 sandwiches each day. Of course, they're not actually eating sandwiches. They're mainly storing up on tiny berries. It takes a whole lot of tiny berries to make up 20,000 calories a day. They'll eat a little bit of insects and small animals, but plants make up about 80% of what they will eat. Now, a black bear does not truly hibernate. We'll talk about that on another episode. But it does take a very deep nap over winter. And before that nap, it goes through a phase called hyperphagia. This hyperphagia is a time when the bear simply must eat. Everything inside of the bear tells it to eat, eat, eat so much food so it can store up fat in its body because during that long winter nap, it will go months without eating. This is just another incredible way that God has designed bears to survive and thrive. Here's a challenge for this week. Go out and study one of God's designs. Find some wildflowers or leaves and look closely at all of their details. Watch a bird going about its busy work of gathering food or caring for the chicks in its nest. Or with a parent or caregiver, go explore a creek or a pond. See if you can find little creatures living in the water or on the surrounding plants. As you study nature, think about all the wonderful ways that God provides for all he has made. Hey listeners, did you know I have a new book? It's called Rooted in Wonder, Nurturing Your Family's Faith Through God's Creation. I wrote it for your parent or caregiver to inspire and equip them in taking you outside and connecting with God in creation. Rooted in Wonder is full of fun activities you can do as a family to explore God's wild and wonderful world. Pick up a copy on Amazon, my website, erinlinum.com, or wherever you purchase books.